Welcome to Under the Lid, a podcast that brings you behind the scenes information you never knew existed in your local breweries, with the addition of some friendly shit talk and a ton of beers. Welcome back to Under the Lid. Today we are popping cherries of Furt the Foodie. He has never been on a podcast and we are welcoming him in with open arms. Yes, hello. Uh, go ahead. What's your name? Uh, Jeremy Furtner, but I go by Furt the Foodie. And how the hell did you get into food reviewing? Um, so I kind of did the same type of stuff on my regular profile page. And all my friends were just like, you know, you need to start your own like page page, you know? So eventually I just did it and it just took off. And How long ago was this? Um, it'll be, I want to say three years in April. Nice. So you're just doing your food reviews from your regular Facebook or whatever? Yep. So yeah. Just kind of a casual, casual foodie posting pictures of whatever you're eating at the time and yeah and i've i've found that like a lot of people don't like clicking links and stuff like that they just want to scroll you know yeah. so they you know they'll see the the nice food picture and read the little blurb and then keep scrolling on you know yeah because i'm the same way i don't like clicking links you know? yeah I well no i like <laughs> uh i like looking at your page because it really is just short and sweet picture what what you had what you liked or didn't like about it just the photo of it and then yeah you don't need to click a link and go in down a rabbit hole yeah no ads or well uh, facebook has them but i mean it's a free platform i don't have any costs like yeah do you, uh, are you monetized or no I, i've never made a dime from any of this and but it's it's my way of kind of giving back i guess you know like charity work kind sure. of because it's a way for me to help the community and the local economy i mean Fuck there's yeah. some places that probably wouldn't that they don't appreciate the review I gave them. But. Yeah, do you, I was gonna say what I was gonna ask you. What's uh, was there is there one review that you got a lot of backlash on? Because I mean, obviously, oh, reviewing can oh, help yes, people, yes. or it's like gonna so, piss some people off for sure. So the places that have been around for a long, long time, and a lot of people have nostalgia towards, like um, I'll say like New Way or uh, Taco Prano stuff like that. It's like. I'm honest about it. I don't have nostalgia towards these places. You know, I've never really liked them growing up. So, you know, but all these people just, oh, that's, why would you do that to that place? You, know, blah, you didn't, blah, blah. you didn't like the New Way? Uh, I, I like the root beer floats at New Way. That's about it. Hmm. But the, it's so bland, you know? I can't say I've ever really eaten it. Was that Wichita's oldest restaurant? One of them, yeah, I think. It's got to be up there, yeah. But yeah, I mean, fuck just reviewing food, like... I mean, you like what you like. It's just your opinion. <laughs> I can see that, though. It seems like old school Wichita's kind of hang on to, have a tendency to hang. Century 2 is a good example. Oh, yeah. You know, I think the people who are in favor Fuck, of keeping we... Century 2 are the people who have been here forever. And uh, Where does that sit these days? I honestly don't know. I don't know. Last I heard, it was uh, like a alien UFO ship or something. Right. On They were talking about <laughs> online. You should fucking tear it down and put like, bunch of chain restaurants like a burger king and an arby's or a casino no (laughs) (laughs) what would be a good use of century two i think they just need to tear it down and build a new like expo center you know yeah just a more up-to-date expo center convention center maybe because they've rated century two like one of the worst like convention centers oh really yeah Yeah, it kind of ties the hands of the city in terms of being able to bring in large conventions um, you know, in the brewing industry, one, a traveling convention, the biggest one in the country is Craft Brewers Conference. Sick. And Dude. Wichita would not be a candidate oh, for no. to host that because of our 
lack of a you know a conference conference facility with multiple large conference rooms and anyway i know they've done the midwest beer fest there a couple of years yeah didn't that fall out when like well, they moved it at the casino the one year, the and then nobody. Who wants to go drink well, out did, of the casino? Was then? it taken taken over from like somebody who was like racist or sexist or something? There was like someone had some problems with something. I don't really remember all the back. I, I don't really. remember. There was some the backlash on it when it moved. out. I vaguely casino. remember, not enough to talk about it because I'll get something important, some important fact wrong. <laughs> well, if there's one thing about this podcast, it is facts only, and you can take everything we say straight to the bank. <laughs> um, when you go on vacations, um, do you uh, revolve your vacations around food? Oh yeah, of course. Really? I'll, I'll I'll spend weeks ahead of time <laughs> looking up what's the best of this in the city, or what's the, you know. Just researching because I, I hate it when you get to a place and then you're like, oh, well, where should we eat? You know, and then right. it, like you waste so much time and then you end up at like Applebee's next to your hotel. You know what <laughs> yeah, I mean? It's well, like, hey, you know what you know that two for 20, baby. That, that is like a that's sacrilege to me. I go into a city. I, we were in. I took my kids to New York this summer, and they wanted to eat at fucking Chipotle for every meal. It's like no, <laughs> you got some of the best Italian food, definitely in the country and possibly in the world, and you guys want to fucking eat at Chipotle in New York? Come on. Yeah. Is that what New York, or what's the best pizza in your guys' opinion? New York or Chicago style? I like all kinds of pizza. I'm kind of partial to Detroit style pizza, which is what that, differentiates Detroit pizza. Um, It's that rectangle kind of deep dish. So you just rectangle, cook it in a rectangle. Real pillowy on the inside. Um, so what would be comparable in Wichita to that? Maybe Ziggy's? No, it's it's not even like Ziggy's. Um, a couple places have done tried to do a version, like Old Chicago tried to do a version, and Pizza tried to do a version, but I didn't like Pizza. either one of theirs. <laughs> yeah, do you review places like Pizza Hut and stuff? Um, not normally. I, I'm not big on the chain stuff. Sure. Like, I haven't been to a McDonald's in over a dozen years. Oh man, I it I saw something the other day. It's pretty fucked up, but it just rings true so hard. Um. You know, a small business could fuck up your order or McDonald's could fuck up your order 20 times in a row and you'll still go back. A small business or a small um, restaurant fuck ups your order once and you'll never go back. Yeah, It's, it's like, what the hell is that? And that part of my motivation for starting this blog was, you know, I go to lunch at these, some of these places and they these local places and they'd be empty. I'd be the only one in there. And I look across the street at McDonald's and the lines, you know, wrapped around the building going down the block. And I'm like, what the hell, you know, Convenience, and it's, my not brother. Like, it's not like they're that much more expensive, especially sure. now McDonald's and all that has raised their prices to where it's like pretty comparable to the yeah, local Is there places. even a fucking dollar menu anymore? No, not that I know. I of. don't think there's a dollar menu anymore. I'm with you, dude. I don't, I, unless I'm traveling and I'm in a hurry, don't want to have to stop to eat. I, I don't, I tend to not go to fast food joints, but I, I'll still, if I'm traveling, I'll still look for, like you know, a White Castle or something we don't have, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, do you guys think White Castle is as good as uh, it's a place in Salina? Cozy Inn? Have you had Cozy, Cozy Inn? Inn? Yeah, they're a little different because um, Cozy Inn is just like a mom and pop type sure. place. Was that the one that has a it has a billboard on I-70 that something about voted best burger in the U.S. or something like that? Maybe. Yeah, and like what the fuck is with that? When they voted best burger in the U.S., but I've seen like 30 signs like that. Oh, yeah. Like Everybody one, claims. Yeah, everyone claims best burger or best pizza. And, uh, um, well, it's like I was watching Elf the other day because of Christmas, you know, and he's like, oh, world's best cup of coffee. Oh, and, yeah. And he's like showing it off to everybody. And they're like, this is just a crappy cup of coffee. He's like, no, it's the world's best cup of coffee. It says it. <laughs> oh, fuck. Christmas movie. 
Um, do you tend to uh, family cooked meals? Do you get on people's asses about that? Like review your family's meal? Oh yeah. Oh my my girlfriend hates it when <laughs> she cooks because I'll be over her <laughs> shoulder fan- like the whole time, like Gordon Ramsay in her. Like, so she it's fucking raw. Why yeah. are you fucking not whipping that? <laughs> <laughs> So it's basically every night it, that she cooks is a review. Yeah. You should throw one of them up on your blog or she won't let you. <laughs> oh, no, she would kill me. <laughs> have, you ever, have you ever seen the YouTube show? Um, I think it's on Hulu or somewhere now too, but it's called Big uh, Big Ones, I believe, where like the, the host brings in a celebrity and has like 12 hot wings oh, lined yeah. up and it starts with a yeah, mild hot, sauce. Hot, yeah, hot, hot ones. ones. Hot ones. Dude, what, I, what I call it? Big ones. Hot <laughs> ones. <laughs> Dude, I watched the episode with Gordon Ramsay. I don't know what days. you're watching. If you <laughs> yeah. watch the big ones, <laughs> Shit, I got my TV confused with my phone in a private room. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I wanted I wanted to do a segment like that on a podcast. You start with a seltzer, a half a seltzer. I ask you a question, then you get a like a Blondale, then a wheat, then an IPA, and then all the way up to the barley wine. And then I ask you, like I'm asking you questions during the whole thing, just like hot ones. So the beer just keeps getting stronger as you go along. We should totally fucking do an episode. But like the only that. the only thing with that is it wouldn't, they wouldn't be drunk until the show was like over. Uh, just make sure you talk enough. Yeah, in between each question. But the other thing we could do, we could do some creative editing and edit out some dead space in between so there's time for the alcohol to hit their brain. I think, well, and then especially after the last one. And then just do a full podcast after that, <laughs> after the bar. the wine. actual podcast starts. <laughs> um, but anyway, I watched the episode with Gordon Ramsay. It's he's kind of it seems like he's kind of a pussy about hot food. I mean, he had he oh. was chugging Pepto Bismol, he's squirting citrus <laughs> in his mouth, drinking milk, and uh, and then of course his fucking language is awesome. I mean, oh, yeah, it's it. just it's a great, oh, it's a hilarious episode. I fucking love it. Um, no, I'm a big fan of Gordon Ramsay because I kind of I kind of want to get to that point, you know, because I feel like he's feared but respected at the same time, you know, like sure. there's some of those shows where he like, you know, uh, remakes a restaurant or yeah, whatever, yeah. you know, so he'll go in first and act like a regular customer and you'll just see him. It's like the health inspector walked in, you know, yeah. they're all like, oh my God, Gordon Ramsay's here. Like everybody's got to be. You get, do you get that much in Wichita? Like you walk in and, and um, maybe there's a change of tone or not tone, but change of the air. Once in a while. I mean, I'm pretty cool with a lot of the the, the restaurant owners and stuff. There's some that I'm not so cool with, but for the most part, the places I go, yeah, everybody's pretty cool about it. Or they don't even know who I am, sure. which is fine too. I we mean, got the stickers and shit, don't you? That yep. it says like first foodie approved yep. or something. Um what is there uh you have to ask them to put it on there or i, I just give them a sticker and tell them they can because there's been a couple places where i give them a sticker and then i'm look, i'm like well they didn't put my sticker up look <laughs> oh you look for the sticker <laughs> well i guess heck? i guess she you only give it to them if you like their food right yeah, oh, yeah okay. only if they're approved you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> fuck they're probably like damn you didn't give us a sticker but some places embrace it and they love sure. displaying it on their front door you know and well, that, i mean it is a cool thing to have i mean when i go new places and i see that i was like well fuck like eating here must not suck yeah it must not suck and i wonder if it gets me any followers you know like because i have my facebook information on there so i don't wonder if people are oh, like really? oh what is this who is this you know and then look me up but yeah that it is a weird thing i have several friends who tried to start uh not necessarily food reviews but just like pictures of food because who doesn't love a good picture of food like, oh, yeah. or appreciate it? That food um, porn. Yeah, food <laughs> porn. But God, there's just so 
fucking many on Instagram. I don't know about Facebook. Um, I was looking at your Facebook earlier. You have a significantly more amount of Facebook followers than Instagram followers. Yes, because I only do my write-ups on Facebook. I only post the pictures oh, Instagram. on Instagram. Because okay. that's what I always thought Instagram was, was just pictures. I didn't... Sure. I mean, there's some people that concentrate on Instagram. There's bloggers that only do Instagram, you know. Sure. And that's well, we... what they concentrate on. But I've always just kept it to Facebook. Facebook's always been good to me. Sure. I think that makes sense. I don't. I, I may not be the average Instagram user, but I rarely click the more button to see what they part oh, yeah. of the com. I don't. I mean, I hardly <laughs> I, ever click on that. I got yeah. To go. me, I thought it was started just for pictures. You know, I. That's how I've always viewed Instagram. So. Sure. I mean, it's social media is a huge tool and. Like helping, do you feel like there's a certain business that you helped extremely just by doing a review? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, this was probably a year or two ago, I think pre pandemic, but um, Po' Boy Pizza over by the old Southeast High School. Once Southeast moved, yeah, that's right across the street from NJ. NJ's, right? yeah. Um, once Southeast moved, they lost a lot of that lunch business, you know, because mm. all the kids and teachers would go over there and stuff and eat. So a lot of people didn't even know they were still open. And I did a post and it blew up and everybody's like, oh my God, they're still open, you know? And I went in the one they time. They just thought because the high school moved that it closed? Yeah. Well, just, yeah. I mean, because nobody goes over there really. I sure. mean, it's not really a popular spot of town, but, um, but the next time I went in, I took a sticker and gave it to her and she started, the owner started crying, breaking down, was like, you saved my business. And Damn. Really, That's yeah, it was awesome. That made me feel really good but that's what i'm kind of in it for you know i mean i spend sure. a shit ton of money i don't get i've never received a dime for any doing any of this i mean it, sure. it's a lot of it's I, i'll get free food once in a while which well now wait that kind of fucks up your journalistic integrity no because i'm always honest <laughs> yeah. people, people know me I, i'm always honest i will always be a straight shooter when it comes to my reviews sure i'm never influenced by if it's and i even put in so i did um a thing with gordon ramsay steak up in Kansas City at the Harris. I didn't even when they know first that opened. Had a thing. And um they had me sign a contract and I went up there and got twice I did it. I, I got free whatever I wanted and a free room at the Harris. And I had them put in the contract for an honest review. Even though like even though everything's free, you're giving me all this stuff, it's gonna be an honest review, regardless. Now it was amazing. It was one of the most amazing dinners I've ever had. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wait, so what was it? You signed up for like a food review? Yeah, they wanted because they wanted to kind of tap into the Wichita market, get people to come up oh, okay. to eat at the Gordon Ramsay Steak. They so. reached out to you or you? or what? Um, Well, I reached out to them first because I kind of wanted to go to their opening party where I wanted to meet Gordon Ramsay, you know? <laughs> nice. And they were like, well, that's only for, you know, Kansas City celebrities and stuff. But they're like, we'll do this for you, you know? How many fucking celebrities are in Kansas City? That don't play for the Chiefs. Right. <laughs> uh, Samantha I, Fish. I, I can't wait for her. I'm going to go to that, I think, at the Cotillion. I'm, I'm on the fence. I mean, I, I'm not real. I actually just found out about her a couple weeks ago. A buddy was talking about her. She's amazing. Who's this? Well, and so I was listening to- She's a blues to, guitarist. And that's the thing. I was listening to kind of just segments of kind of the full catalog that she has on Spotify. If you go back to like an a record in 2013, it's real bluesy. And then maybe like a couple of years later, she's got kind of some jazzy, uh, like funk R and B. And then like her most recent record is a little too pop country for me. Uh, yeah. Like reminded me of Shania Twain. Uh, so yeah. so I'm, I'm kind of on the fence about going, but I'll probably go. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, she's from Kansas City. Huh. Thanks for turning me on to that. <laughs> 
Um, if you want, if you like a female guitarist with a with a pretty voice, that's her. That'd yeah. Be, yeah, I mean, she's that'd a be pretty her. blonde too. <laughs> I mean, she's she's no Carrie Underwood, <laughs> or maybe she is. Fuck, I don't even know what she looks like. No one's uh, Carrie Underwood. <laughs> do you uh, do you go up to Kansas City quite a bit to do food food reviews like solely? Um, not really, but it is one of the closer big metropolitan I say areas. It all the so time, it's, like an easy, City, it's an easy getaway. You know what I mean? Not that fucking far away. That in um, Oklahoma City. Yeah, I, I mean, if I can do an easy oh, sure. weekend getaway, I'll do it. You know? Shit, Oklahoma City is really like you could probably get there in two hours if you hold ass. Oh right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, do you have a favorite uh, restaurant in town that's just like been solid one hundred percent of the time? In Wichita. Mm-hmm. Um, my see, I hate doing that because everybody always asks, like, "What's your all-time sure. favorite?" And it's like sure. trying to pick a kid, you know, which was oh, your yeah. favorite kid, you know? Oh yeah, we get that. What's your favorite beer? Um, but I usually say Lola's Bistro, which just is the most consistent. Yeah, it's just an amazing restaurant all around. Oh fuck, I spent all <laughs> that where's, Christmas. Where's, that? where's Lola's at? Um, ninety-six and twenty-first, twenty, somewhere around there. I think. Like yeah, ninety six. Just pa- over there. past Greenwich, like if you go east of Greenwich, I spent over by where Johnson's Men's Clothing used to be. Okay, I'll Jared, have to check it out. I've never been there before. Oh, yeah, when you so gave much. us that uh, IMS gift card for Christmas that one year, I think it was like two hundred and fifty bucks. I spent every dime at Lola's Bistro. Really? <laughs> yeah, it was fucking awesome. Well, I lived up the street, and uh, yeah, it says when I first of all I walked in, and I was like, oh shit, this might not be the place for me because. I am who I am, but, uh, yeah, no, it was super solid. And I always wondered restaurants like that. Like, would you consider that a fancy restaurant or like, yeah, I consider that upscale. Sure. How many, or I guess Wichita, do you think upscale restaurant? Do we have too many? Not enough. Are we a town that can fit it? I just don't, I don't know if Wichita, cause like Gordon Ramsay steak up in Kansas city was like a whole nother experience with upscale, you know, mm-hmm. that, you just can't get around Wichita, like not even Scotch and Sirloin or Yaya's or Chester's Chop House or any of those. It was just a step above, but I don't think that would work in Wichita. I don't. Yeah. There's a few things that I just don't know. What, like up in Kansas City now, they have those like um, upscale food courts where it's like a building and there's different. <laughs> and But it's like, you know, um, some of the top chefs and they open up a little booth you know and sell whatever oh, really and yeah they're pretty neat but i i just don't know if that would if you know which time might need a couple of years to catch up to those kind of things we're a little more blue collar yeah yeah like where would you put like i wonder how well the ambassador uh what's that steakhouse called sienna, sienna. that place fucking awesome but like just being downtown like what does their tuesday look like or like probably kind of slow i mean it's just but then you got the hotel guests yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah, Wichita is kind of a weird city like that, huh? Like, <laughs> of scale, we want to be nice. Which we were just voted what to, uh, says you could live 46 years on a million dollars in Wichita. Oh, yeah. I, lo- I only... love the cost of living here. And that's <laughs> the thing. I, you know, I can live like a king here and eat whatever I want. You know, go to all these places and oh yeah, eat all this great food and stuff because of the cost. Of, you know, if I lived in a bigger city, I'd go broke probably pretty quick i read a headline the other day i didn't read the whole article but kind of didn't need to the headline was um three hundred thousand dollars a year 
an income in San Francisco makes you a struggling, yeah, m- make you makes you struggling middle class. Fuck yeah, it does. Oh my god, that's just crazy. Here, I was driving through San Francisco one time, and I saw like a billboard that said two bedroom apartments starting at three hundred thousand. I'm like, what, I know, that's crazy. It's like, I live in a two-bedroom apartment. Or if you see that, that- year in Wichita, you're top 5%. Fuck, maybe you're 1% or I don't know. Yeah, if you, if you watch those like house hunter shows and they're out in California and it's oh, like, yeah. oh, there's a million dollar house. And it's like, oh no, there's one right around the corner for me that's for sale for like 80 grand. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I love Wichita in that sense. Um, fuck, yeah. I was just trying to think of the food- uh, what the hell did I just eat the other day? That sub, uh, Wichita subs and more. Oh yeah, you posted that, and I've I two times I went there because of your post, and both times they were out of those the seafood, seafood fries. Oh, those are so good. Oh, that is like, I guess hidden gem of Wichita. I don't know. Is that a very popular spot? Um, I'm, I want to say it's popular, but like the owners hit me up sometimes and's like, "Hey, can you come in? We've been real slow lately, you know." So, oh, cool. Like she'll be like, "Oh, come in and you know do a post or whatever," which I'm happy to do. If any restaurant owner ever wants any, you know, I, I think it's funny when these people like try to charge, like, "Oh, I'll be your social media, you know, advisor or whatever," and they charge these restaurants to like help them out social media wise and it's like no just hit me up yeah do get a food. i'll come do a post you know <laughs> yeah do you think a lot of restaurants in wichita lack social media for their food yeah and that's the th- some places overdo it like there's that kiko's i mean they just post non-stop all day long every day and it kind of turns people off but there's some places that have zero social media presence and it's like there's some days when i'm sitting there at Free. work before lunch and i'm scrolling and, you know, if something jumps out at me, it's like, oh, that looks good. You know, I'm going to go get that. So it works. I don't know why more places don't do it. Sure. What drives me crazy, in addition to the lack of social media or the restaurants that that don't that have no website presence. So, you know, they don't take the time to set up a real simple, easy website that just has a fucking menu. Like Google, Google I, I, could, I could think of one, but Google a restaurant that doesn't have a menu. Well, when you click on a menu link, it just takes you to their Facebook page, and it's like some shitty photos of menus. Yeah, uh, drives me insane. One right down the street, uh, Grinder Man. I could never find a menu for them except for like a blurry photo that someone put on a Yelp review one time. I mean, great food, but I wonder if that's not one of those businesses that they're doing great. See, without... that's another place that to me it's like nostalgia again because I used to go to Grinder Man when there was the one on West Street where Bella Vita Bistro is now at the end of that mini mall. I'd go there all the time, but since I've gone nowadays to the one out Broadway and Pawnee, it's right around the corner. It's just not as good as what it used to be when I was growing up. Yeah. I mean, I guess I didn't have it. How are you living in Wichita forever? Um, Other than I went right when I turned 18, I moved to Michigan. I went to the university of Michigan. Go blue. So yes. Big game Friday. (laughs) Yeah. I'm excited. (laughs) <laughs> are you i guess cooking anything good for it um i was probably gonna go out i usually i usually do it up pretty big on new year's eve for dinner like i go to a upscale oh, restaurant i usually go to scotch new and year's sirloin eve friday yeah got any new year's resolutions not really <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh Just i keep saw eating your post food. <laughs> today or what about the greasy cheeseburgers before your diet yeah <laughs> is there a food reviewer diet 
is there what a food reviewer diet um i i don't follow any kind of diets or anything i i'll probably have to at some point i'm 36 right now i was thinking probably when i turn 40 i'll have to probably start cutting back because i really do eat i mean that's the one thing people when they meet me or see me for the first they're like how are you not 500 pounds like i expected you to be this like 500 pound guy and it's like i don't know i guess i just have good metabolism but sure well if you're eating good food it doesn't count right yeah right towards the calories that probably helps you don't go grab mcdonald's uh, double quarter pounder and large fries every day. Yeah, but like today I had that quad cheeseburger from Buster's. <laughs> okay, <like>, never mind. <laughs> do you I, can, have, I can feel my arteries clogging yeah. as we speak. Do uh, do you have a favorite burger in town? I always love hearing people's opinions on burgers, but I feel like it's like the same three. <laughs> okay, so for me, it's Bomber Burger, yep, number one. Always in there, but. Buster's and Bomber are kind of interchangeable at one and two. It just depends. Like, Bomber is more that thicker style patty. Still never been there. And Buster's is more of the thinner style patty. So it just depends what your preference is. My preference is the thicker because he can sit there and get the greatest sear on the outside of it, but it stays super juicy on the inside because mm-hmm. it's so thick. So, like, the thinner ones, if you really want the good char on the outside, it really dries that you know it cooks the inside too much so so do, just, you do, do you do a lot of cooking yourself i yeah i like to cook i'm gonna try to get into cooking next year well, so i see you cooking something ste- other than steak I, I see you cooking <laughs> steak all the time Hell yeah well it's good steak there's no good steak in wichita except for texas roadhouse i'm kidding no i'm, I'm the same kind of way when it comes to steak like I can make it better at home and it's for cheaper. So oh, it's like, man, yeah. Why go I out do and spend the big for bucks rest- for restaurants too? I did try to eat out during COVID quite a bit, which, um, another thing I was going to ask you about that Wichita food and booze page that was created like during COVID, right? Yeah. Do you think something like that, like doing what you do is more harmful or helpful having like, was it thousands of 12, 15,000 people on there or however many? Um, so the Wichita food and booze is it's a love and hate thing with me because I love it. Cause it's got such a huge audience. I always share my posts in there. It, sure. it gives me more reach, you know, I mean, you can't deny that it's a big group in Wichita. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it's got a ton of people and there's been people that have tried to like start other groups and they just don't take off like that one has. So sure. I, I have to work with it. I don't really like working with it because it's just filled with trolls a lot of the time. Yeah. Well, it really is. A lot of fake profiles that, you know, feel like they can say whatever they want because it's not their real profile. That's the internet for you. And see, I don't hide behind anything. I have my full name on my page and I share from my personal, when I share in that food and booze group, I share from my personal page. So I'm not hiding anything. You know who I am. If you are mad at something I said, you know, come and find me. I don't care. Damn. (laughs) Strong words from Perk. So what's what's the worst like negative reaction you've gotten from <clears throat> restaurant management or ownership after a re- after a review? Um, if you want to share it, if you don't, <laughs> it's like a fuck you, buddy. I think it was pretty bad after I did. I um, I had a really negative review towards Fred and Barney's, which actually closed here pretty recently. And uh, I mean, I just tore them to shreds and. What was it, food or what? Just the whole experience was just top to bottom. Terrible. And um, yeah, I think they 
hated me pretty bad because and, and it does make me feel bad sometimes when I see comments and they're like, oh, I won't. I was going to try that place, but now I'm not, you know, or I'll never go there now, you know. Yeah, but a food reviewer that everything they eat is phenomenal. You can't trust a guy like that. Well, yeah, and I think that's why a lot of people like following my page is because I am honest about my stuff and I do give out bad reviews. And well, I, you know, in a way to look at that from a management ownership perspective is grow some fucking skin, take those criticisms and fix the problems. You have somebody that's honestly telling you what problems you have. Yeah. It fucking fix them. Yeah, do, you ever, <laughs> do you ever get like invited back and be like, hey. Yes. Um, we'll- yes. There's been multiple. And I love making those type of posts, redemption type posts. Awesome. That happened with um the rusty nail. The first time I went to the rusty nail, it was, it wasn't good. Oh man. I still can't get on board with their breakfast. <laughs> Dude, it's just like, Oh, but I went back and it was really, it was much, much better. And chicken sandwich it's been great. good since. And so, you know, now I'm cool with them and everything. So what'd you have that sucked the first time? Um, or did you eat the same thing twice? Yeah, somewhat. Um, the first time it was their meatball day when they had their meatball subs on special mm-hmm. and then their fries I got with it and they were just terrible. Some of the worst fries. And then I go back, you know, about, nine months, 10 months later. And the fries were some of the best I've ever had. So, so you think it was like a new restaurant kind of figuring its shit out? Yeah. And and I talked to the owners and they told me that at the time the chef they were dealing with was, or their cook or whatever, um, was not up to par. So, and they solved that issue and now everything's good. So finding cooks these days has got to be pretty hard, right? Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. A lot of stat. And see, that's why I usually don't talk about service stuff because, especially right now, yeah, you, you just got to expect it's not going to be perfect service. I mean, a lot of places are shorthanded. So, so you're more strictly just focused on the just quality the food, of the food. Just the food. Food. All about the food. And I don't do, uh, you know, some of these other bloggers want to get, get political on their page and stuff like that. I stay away from any kind of controversial. Like there's one place that, I've really tried to stay away from because I've seen other bloggers talk about them and people just light up in the comments is BNC barbecue. Oh yeah. Because What's with that, well, the owner got accused of being racist at one point and they pulled back some of his old Facebook posts and stuff. And it was this whole big ordeal. And so now I see these other bloggers when they talk about it, there'll be people in the comments like, Oh, don't go there. The owner's racist, you know? So I try to stay away from that kind of controversy, you know what I mean? So what's your what's your stance on abortion? <laughs> yeah, let's just line it all out here. <laughs> no comment. Uh, I try not to alienate. That's the thing is what some of these bloggers don't realize, or even restaurant owners, you know, uh, is that they, they alienate people. And if, you, if I stick to just food, talking about food, the only people I'm going to alienate is like if I talk shit on their food, you know? <laughs> sure. <laughs> What what the, I can't remember who quoted it or one of us just said it while we were drunk one night, but it said, you know, Republicans and Democrats, they both drink beer. So let's just stay out of both and make beer. <laughs> like, yeah, as, as a business, we've always been apolitical. I mean, we just don't, there's no reason to, as a business, there's no reason to take a stance on anything. We We want every, we want everyone to come into our place and have a good time. And I can see how these, you know, some of these pages or businesses or bloggers, um, you know, it's appealing because you have a platform, you have an audience. So it, it really is, you know, tempting 
to sit there and put something out that you want to get out. Yellow controversial, maybe get some clicks. But for the most part, I just I don't want to alienate anybody, you know. And I have all sorts. Of, I have from young to old, uh, male, female. I have all sorts of followers. So I'm not trying to alienate a single person. Sure. What uh, I saw a while back. Or I was talking to you. I think it was Zubali when we were both nearly blacked out. Um, <laughs> you're talking about Randy. Did I see Santel. you at Zubali? <laughs> <laughs> um, we were talking about Ra- uh, Randy Santel. Is that his name, right? Oh yeah, the, when he came into the, town. Yeah. Was that pr- it, like just doing anything like that, uh, like food challenge, interests you at all? I've done food challenges before, but when there's guys like him out there, there's there's just no point anymore i mean i'll never be at that guy's level hey don't you say that uh that guy is a beast and i got a picture with him and he's like one of the only people that made me look small you know like i'm a big guy (laughs) and that dude was just huge so yeah what a living that guy makes is this like competitive eating is that what you're talking about yeah he's he's a he goes around and Beats all the food challenge like travels around the coney island hot dog thing and all that um that's more has he ever done that no, because that's like a whole professional circuit that you have to sign up for. He's kind of just doing his own thing. Like he makes money from YouTube and all that. Sure. So yeah, what, just, I've always wondered that. And what the hell is a competitive eating circuit like? Th- there is an actual circuit, <laughs> and there's a bunch of different yearly, you know, chicken wings, um, all sorts of different is ones. Like, is it like fa- like Nathan's hot dogs? Is it like Buffalo Wild Wings wings? I don't know who 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 sponsors it or. But there's like it, one but... big wing competition, one big pizza. Yeah, one yeah. Big... There's like I think every month they have something, and they, you know, Damn. and there's a whole people on this circuit that, and it's like a big thing over in Asia too. Like they make a lot of money over in Asia doing that kind of stuff. I was at. Have you ever heard of uh, the Big Texan in Amarillo, yep. Texas? Yep. They have like the, the seventy-two that. ounce steak and like shrimp and salad and dinner rolls and all kinds of shit you have to eat. And I saw on the wall a picture of one of the people that completed it was like yes. this like Dude. five foot two, eighty pound Asian chick. Dude, yes. there's it, a the girl, fucking meal weighed as much it, as she does. There's, there's a YouTube video of this hundred and fifteen pound girl that did it twice in an hour. Molly Sh- <laughs> Molly Schuler. So it's Molly Schuler is she's a mother from Nebraska, and I don't know how she got into that whole thing, but she's broken so many records and even randy santel like he's like oh i'm gonna do it schuler style because she always picks like if it's a steak yeah she like just and kind of does this like rotating thing like with her you know holding it oh man so is the point just to get as much in before you before your the neural connections made telling yourself that you're full sometimes that's how it is because i heard it takes like 20 minutes before your stomach tells your brain that you're full oh really yeah so you really do need to eat fast very Nice piece. Well, no, what's how long is the Coney Island hot dog? That's only like ten minutes, right? I I think so, ten or twelve minutes. God, those fuckers have to feel like hell at like thirty minutes. I know. How do you train for that without? Because they all see. <laughs> you never. It doesn't seem like you see any of them that are like grossly overweight or anything. Do they just no. like chug gallons of salt of saline water to fucking train to expand their stomach? I know there's what? tricks to it, but I don't. I don't. I like I said, I haven't really got into that. I've done some. Like when I was a growing boy, when I was a teenager, I'd have records at some of the like hometown buffet and stuff really? like around town. Yeah, for what? <laughs> Just uh, uh, the most plates of food, you know. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so when I was a growing boy, yeah, I could probably do it. But what? now I'm on the the other end of. Is... Oh, you could still grow. It's just horizontally, <laughs> yeah. <not> vertically. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. Is there? I'm past food... my prime is, for sure. Is there food challenges in Wichita? Um, there are a couple, and that's what he came and did. 
Randy Santel. Well, but they so but, this Santel guy is he from is he from Wichita? No, he's oh. from Missouri. Oh. He, he lives in uh, Milwaukee now. But yeah, but they all those restaurants made the challenge just for him. They don't do it every day. Is yeah, there, you you could probably do it because me and Wichita BB talked about going around and doing that. Oh, you can do it. I thought because I was talking to Dan and Dan did that just for him, and then the week. Well, I'm sure after. Dan would, you know, make an exception for no, me and Wichita no, you know what no, I mean? No, I know, but I didn't know if it was like a like a thing you could do daily, like, oh, eat this pizza and it's free, or get a t-shirt. Or... I don't think it'd be, well, the ones that Randy Santel did, there's no way I could do by myself. I mean. Oh, really? Could you have yeah, done the I ones? went and watched all three of them, and they were just, maybe the Pizza Ranch one, but. The doodah one and the Norton's one. There's no way. What one are those? The doodah one and the Norton's one. It's just a Norton's huge pile was, of all their food. You Norton's know what I mean? Was like, like a fuck, like an eight patty cheeseburger. Yeah, it was like something. a cheeseburger stack, like here, and then all the clucking fries around it, and oh, it was just looked fan fucking tastic. Is what it looked <laughs> like. But man, just a just a normal serving of anything from doodah. The, portions are so generous and then it, that's one of those places where it's so good i have like i have a, i can't stop eating until i'm literally bloated oh and yeah miserable do they still do their buffet yeah on sundays yeah what's your what's your take on buffets these days um i i love buffets i mean well fuck yeah who doesn't <laughs> but um do you think buffets are dead no a lot of them came back here now um some make you wear a plastic glove when you go up like i went to kebabs the other day Indian buffet. And oh yeah, I think I saw you post something about that, and it, I that reminded me of that place because I guess I I'd forgotten that it had moved because it used to be, be on the west side. On, it on, used to be where, where uh, Augustino is, was, yeah. yeah, or was I guess now. <laughs> but I think I saw it. Did, was that just recent within the last couple of weeks? You posted something about. Yeah, that? I went there the other day. Yeah, but they made you like wear a plastic glove when you touched like the serving. I don't know if that does anything. <laughs> yeah, makes you no. feel better. I yeah, guess. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I would feel if I saw a little kid like snot all over its hand and then put a glove on to get food i'd probably feel better about yeah. it oh man just the thought of a buffet like how gross it probably could be for people things, <laughs> like, I don't know, things don't really bother me in that kind of like there's this little hole in the wall uh mexican place not far from actually from here i'm not going to say what it is but the one time I was sitting there in the little dining room, and there was like roaches just going up and down the wall, oh, up really? and down the wall. And I'm like sitting there eating. I'm like, whatever. I'm sure this is how it <laughs> yeah. probably is in Mexico. So. Tastes good. Yeah. Oh man. Stuff like that doesn't really bother me. I don't. Know. I wanted to go up. Uh, what the hell would that be? I think it's First Street. There's like six or seven Mexican restaurants that I definitely can't even pronounce the name. I just wanted to stop in and have a taco, like and a margarita, all the way down. Oh, you should have went. Street. I do um every summer. I do a Fritz Taco tour, and we hit up it? like a dozen different places, like just back to back to back, and just get a couple tacos at each place. And I had this big group with me. You know, this last year was pretty good. Just get like a taco at each place. Well, I was doing two to three. Um, every year I end Damn. up at nineteen as my, and every taco is um, not built the same. Sure. You know, some are big and full of meat, and some are smaller and two bite tacos. You know. But I always end up at 19 for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> so then like, you just pick like places and announce it online and people can just follow you around all yep, of them? Yep, and I tell them they can either, you know, because I'm like, maybe we should spread it out just so we don't bombard yeah. a place, you know, and like overwhelm them. So I'm like, just go at whatever way you want to do it, you know, or you can go with me. It doesn't matter. I've met a, I, this last year. I met a lot of people that follow my page from oh, it, you know, yeah. so. 
So best pat best pastor talk on town. Elphagon. Yes. Dude, I hear Carving that. off the spit. That's I yep. hear that. And they time. were my number one overall taco in town until Tacos Chepe came out, which is a trailer at thirty third in Arkansas. They're only on weekend evenings, Thursday through Sunday evenings. But that because I've been when I went to Cancun, I like took the bus down to where the tourists don't go, you know. <laughs> Bold. <laughs> yeah. Like and and I sought out, you know, like Taqueria down there and this Tacos Chepe reminds me the most of that experience. Pretty close, so. huh? Damn tacos. Um, I think, what? didn't El Fagon start as a, or do they still have a truck on North Arkansas also? I, I don't think they've ever had, they, they've always I, been, I know for sure they did at one point, but I don't know. Which I've always known first. them, so in that old Taco Tico building. On Harry. On Harry, and then they opened up their second one on Arkansas. Is that not a taco truck? Uh-uh, it's a building. Oh, shit. Okay. Elphagon right. number two. Do, yeah, what's your, what's your thoughts on? Mm, that's good. The maple pecan? Yeah, that's good. Hell yeah. <laughs> I like that one. We tried, we actually tried on that beer. <laughs> <laughs> um, Cody you, made that after he, uh, after he started his 30 days of sobriety, so he's actually right. going to read recipes <laughs> and stuff. Dude, that, yeah, I'd like to announce, guys, this is my first uh, sober podcast. <laughs> um, or I guess podcasts that I'm not having a beer. So 30 days, 2021. I'm not going to start on December 1st, like a square. I start on, or on January 1st, like a square. When you're hungover and December, don't want to drink anyway. December 26th. <laughs> well, I'm not going to drink on New Year's. I know. That's what I'm saying. You're making it harder. You're on the, on the day that well, everybody my, it'll be wants my to drink too much. You can go buy one of those. Challenge. <laughs> you can go buy one of those sparkling grape juices that yeah. when we were kids, you know, like your parents would oh, yeah, pop you in you the bottle like, of sparkling oh, grape I juice. Make a fucking... <laughs> or you could eat a weed brownie. <laughs> no, that will not be happening anytime soon. You gotta but, tell a story. Um, basically, if anyone's listening, uh, I got violently too high about three days ago on a complete accident, <laughs> and uh, just made a deal with. Jesus, that if he could pull me through, <laughs> I will not drink for 30 days. So he got me through that, and I started feeling my body again a couple hours later, and here we are, 30 days sober, trying to keep it all natural with energy drinks and things like that. <laughs> but Well, good luck to you. I think I can do it. I mean, fuck, you can do anything in the world. And wasn't that what Randy Santel would tell you? I guess. The body can do crazy things, <laughs> but things can do crazy things. Your fucking body too, <laughs> like a weed brownie. See, if I quit drinking for a month, I'd have to like take off work for a month because there's no way I could work every day and not come home and have a drink. You know what <laughs> I mean? Oh, do you have a beer every day? I'm a I'm actually a bourbon guy. I've oh. in the past couple of years, I've really gotten into bourbon collecting. Dude, fucking! I've seen so much bourbon pop up on my timeline recently, especially that one central wine and spirits oh yeah do they just get more bourbon than everyone in the city or what is with that so why the, do they the distribution when, Je- when jeff bought that place i think he kind of transformed it into more of a more of a whiskey he wanted to be known more for like yeah but there was like i saw a picture online of like i was there fucking 300... <laughs> they were doing a raffle for their allocated stuff yeah yeah but are they like the only people in the city that get it no so there's certain stores that specialize like jeremy's saying um that specialize in bourbon, selling bourbon. Mm-hmm. And so the distributors kind of hook stores that sell a lot of bourbon up with more of the allocated, the rare stuff. 
Okay. So there might be only like six bottles of something that hit Wichita, Wichita. all together. And, and they those got... stores will be the first ones to get it. Damn. So why the hell aren't other liquor stores doing this? That's not their bag. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, I have seen bourbon quite a bit lately, and I just, uh-uh. Not for me. You drink it straight? Yep, neat. Yep. <laughs> when I want, when I'm on the verge of throwing up from being too drunk, I just think about taking a warm whiskey shot of like Kentucky Deluxe or something. Triggers me it, every time. Cross the finish line with that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the the I really have fallen in love with the whole hunting aspect. They call it hunting because you're looking for these rare bottles, you know. And if you find one out in the wild, they say it's like finding one on a shelf. Yeah. And if you score like a big buck, you know what I mean. It's like it just it feels so great because <laughs> you're like, oh man, I got this bottle for retail, you know. And every you can post it online <laughs> in the groups. And I'm sure it's the same with beer on the beer groups, but oh yeah, dude, shit gets crazy. Like people yeah. showing off that. Oh look what I got! I got a. You know, 2007, da-da-da-da-da. 2006 V6 <laughs> from a growler. <laughs> from Jeremy's homebrew. <laughs> um, do you like uh, certain food pairings with bourbon? or? Uh, yeah, because some bourbons, they have different notes to them, you know. Like, some are sweet and some are more savory. and It's just, it's kind of interesting dissecting them because they're all aged in... Uh, you know, and uh, new oak, toasted new oak barrels. So it's not like there's much difference to the making of bourbon, but for some reason where the placement at is in the, the Rick house or whatever, it just, it gives it different notes and it's crazy how different they can be and vary. They, you know, that is wild. The older you get, the more shit you start getting interested in. I know, right? <laughs> like collecting bourbon. And if spending <laughs> hella money on food wasn't enough, I mean, <laughs> yeah. now it's like, now I'm extra broke. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, fuck, how much? I've always wondered this too. You know, you get a bottle of bourbon for what's a super expensive one? Like 150 well, are we talking retail or secondary? Because secondary uh, gets into re- like the retail, thousands. You know? Retail, like retail, like, a, um, like I the one you one fifty to two hundred is the top usually. But that'll last you like how long? Or do you drink? Like, um, so my top shelf stuff, I baby, you know, like, like only me. special occasions I'll have a pour here and there, you know. Sure. But the cheaper stuff, the easier to find stuff, you know. I a weekend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. But I've gotten to the point where, and this is what a lot of the collectors do is they get to a point where you can you have so many different ones that yeah. you can just rotate and you really never run out of any of them because you're just rotating Put through them. rotation Gosh. and it's crazy going to these you know because i like going to the monarch and having a drink sometimes stuff mm-hmm. like that because they have good bourbon selection well, the whiskey wednesday i'll say i don't drink whiskey but that was pretty impressive watching my friends like pick out and like seeing them geek out and like Oh shit! They got this. Oh shit! They got that. I didn't think we could ever get that. <laughs> I was like, but oh. it's it's crazy when it's like looking at their prices for a pour, you know. And I'm like, I have that bottle at home, and they're charging like fifty bucks for a pour, you know. It's like I can just yeah. go home and pour all I want of it. But you, know? you can never look at it from that aspect because, <laughs> like, if I thought that about beer, I would never buy a beer again in my life. That's true. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they're. There's something to it. Or going if you to look at like buying a six pack off the shelf versus buying a pint at a brewery, it's like it doesn't add up. Well, it's kind of atmosphere. It, yeah. yeah, and it's kind of nice being able to try something before you take the leap and buy it at what you know whatever price. Yeah, like that fifty dollar pour. How much was the bottle? 
um, at retail, like the 150-200 range, but secondary, I mean, a lot of them base it off of secondary because you can't find it on the shelf. That stuff, you'll just, you'll never, like Pappy Van Winkle, I've never seen a Pappy Van Winkle on the shelf. Hmm. It just won't, it it doesn't happen. So, and they call it unicorns, that's what they call them, because you just don't see it. But, so these bars know that, and so, of course, they charge per pour kind of based on what the secondary is. So they know people want to try it. And some of those Pappy Van Winkles go for thousands of dollars. I mean, yeah, I guess a, a bar probably doesn't have like a. Well, they probably do have a suggested price to consumer, but they don't necessarily have to follow it as closely. Yeah, it's as, not like an MRSP, liquor store. You know, yeah. Don't we have a pretty high tequila at WBC for some reason? Don, uh, Julio? Don Julio, 1942. The hell's a pour of that? I honestly probably not as much as it should be. He <laughs> <laughs> losing money on the tequila. Uh, well, no, not losing <clears throat> money, but I think there was there's just like a couple regulars that really like it, so we carry it for them. And then we do two dollar so two dollar Tuesdays on the Don Julio. But pints. Don Julio nineteen forty two isn't hard to get. It's just an expensive bottle of tequila. Oh, okay. Do you have a favorite uh meal with a bourbon? Favorite meal? Probably I really like steak with bourbon, you know. Fuck yeah. A good steak dinner with... What's the best steak in Wichita? My own. Yeah, I was gonna <laughs> say my house with my sous vide and a propane torch and some coarse salt. It just depends because I've had a good steak and a bad steak at every single steakhouse in this town. I mean, yeah, it, the, it's not very consistent. I don't know if it's just because of different cooks or chefs or whatever, but dude, I got that piece of wagyu for Christmas. I know, I'm, I'm honestly, so jealous. I'm scared <laughs> to cook it. I, I'm like, I'm gonna have to do a shitload of research. Every research I've done on it said, uh, just cut it in half in case you fuck up. <laughs> The first one, dude. Just just do what Andy. We had uh, guys from CSB. Well, actually, when, it was when we had a super Andy, group here. Yeah. Andy Boyd, he had like a big ass commercial looking, basically a toaster oven. Convection oven. He stuck it in there, at whatever temperature. Got the internal temp to one nineteen. Mm-hmm. Pulled it out with like just a propane torch, like you'd solder copper sear, with, yeah. and just and seared the shit out of it. Then just sprinkled some coarse salt on it. Fucking one of the best steaks I've ever had. Oh, and yeah. he cooked it right where you're sitting. Oh yeah. And that, that and that's the way yeah. I cook steaks at home now. It's it is perfect. Well, I use a sous vide instead of a convection oven. But I same, went off on this principle. whole journey of wagyu, just hashtag wagyu on TikTok, <laughs> and fuck, it was. I mean, they just say it's so rich. It like, is. It, if you leave it just sitting out at room temperature for a little bit, it starts sweating. Yeah, it says, like, it starts melting sweating. your hand. And I was like, fuck, this all sounds really scary. <laughs> just pay attention. Just pay attention to the internal temperature. I mean, if you don't if you don't overcook it, it's going to be great. I'm going to have to do it'll honestly. I think I'm going to cook it on my 30th day of sobriety. That's a celebration to myself. If I would have been your secret Santa, you can ask my wife. My wife can confirm this. If I would have been your secret Santa for our gift exchange, I was going to get you a sous vide. A what? A sous vide. Fuck's that? <laughs> it's basically a device that. So if you cook. Cook meat or vegetables or anything sous vide style. It's a it's a water bath, and the device goes oh, in it that Lo- circulates water and maintains the temperature. Logan within cooked a- me a steak in one of those, and it was one of the worst fucking. Well, he steaks. doesn't. He didn't know what the fuck he was doing then. <laughs> Wait, yeah, it's supposed, like, you, to, you're it's able supposed to, to keep all the juices in, is what it's. And you're to able do. to precisely control the temperature within a half a degree. So if you want your yeah. steak at 119 degrees internal, that is exactly what it'll be at, or 127, Kinda whatever. Like that. Put it on the skillet. Take it off, let it rest. Oh, man, I want a steak right now, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got a... It was pretty easy to buy for me for Christmas. I got two cast irons because people didn't communicate. Um, the same fucking one, to be exact. 
um, a knife set or two knife sets as well. Um, the beef, which was fucking awesome, and then a bottle of Jaeger. What'd you guys get for your for- thirty days sober? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. What'd you guys get for Christmas? Um, bourbon. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, like as as an adult, like it's so funny. Or like I call myself an adult, but I'm far from it. But like as you get older, the things you ask for for Christmas, like I'll just go buy something if I need it. Oh <laughs> it's yeah. Like, right. what do I ask? That's what my girlfriend she's like. You're so hard to buy for because you have everything you want. I'm yeah, like, that's my wife says the same thing. <laughs> you want something, you just go get it. What do I need to buy you? Yeah. <laughs> she got me a hand drawn picture of Dave Grohl's um, Gibson ES335 guitar. Oh, cool. I think we got a we got a knife set, and I got a gift certificate to where Guitar Center. Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I got it. But gift I mean, we have four kids at home. I mean, at this point, it's all about our kids. It's we about just, the kids. Yeah, the we same exchange way gifts as a courtesy with between each other. I think. Yeah. Just Venmo each other. <laughs> <laughs> That's what all the kids are doing. Have you uh, Have you ate at Success Steakhouse very much? I have a few times. Yes. Love it. Hate it. Um, I, I always like it. I know, but that's another controversial one. I'll do a post on them, and people, oh, that's Steven Zoned, you know, like yeah, I always hear that. We saw like Steven Zoned. Like, what's it? What's the deal? Why do they hate them? Just because they own so much. I, I, they're just despised by some people in this town. They just think they're bad people. I, I mean, guess. I don't know anything I, about I, them. I, I don't personally know them, so I'm not one to like say anything. But I didn't grow up in Wichita, so I guess I don't have that. I don't hold that stigma against. I, I just don't. I don't know what the background. I'm like you, Cody. I don't know where it came from. Like I know Brent Steven from uh, Hill Wine Dive. Or yeah, the, a, the younger ones. He's yeah. a great fucking guy. I mean, I, I like the guy a lot. Talk to him all the time, either at one of my restaurants or his. I, I, I'm with you. I don't get it. I don't yeah, it, it didn't bother I can me. I can tell you whatever they're doing with those Spangles French fries. Good for them. Those are the best <laughs> French fries in town. You guys agree? Uh, they're okay. Are they top five? No, because restaurants. Oh, to me, on. restaurants. There's some restaurants that do way better than. Best, honestly, I love the Monarch fries. Those I think good. I think it's I think it has as much to do with any the pepper as much as anything else. I like that a little bit of black pepper on them. I like um, Barnard's. Oh yeah, I fries. haven't eaten there in a long time. I haven't eaten there since they moved. Yeah, they moved way out by Mays now, but they might be the same fries. But I think Norton's and Spangles is like one and two. They Norton's like- is good. So what I like about Norton's, I always buy. There's a fast food place we don't have it here. It's called Rallies or Checkers. Yeah, those fries. Oh, <laughs> I love their fries. They have they're the a little fries. bit bigger than Freddy's, right? Yeah. Well, but- no, see, I don't like shoestring fries. Yeah, because I, I have much pain in the ass. <laughs> I have two. There's two parts to a French fry that I look for, and that's a crispy exterior and a pillowy interior, and with. Uh, shoestring, you cannot get the pillowy interior because there is no interior. Yeah. It's all just the crispy outside. There is. Might as well just put onion strings in there. So I'm not big on the shoestring fries, but I, as long as there's super crispy on the outside and pillowy on the inside then, and is seasoned well. It, is there a perfect condiment for fries? Um, If the fry's good enough, it doesn't need a condiment. doesn't need it. Fair. I, I like when places have like a Freddy sauce, kind of that I don't know what to, not oh, really yeah. a Big like Mac a, sauce, but uh, like campfire Jumbo, sauce or something. Jumbo's beef and brew, they have their crack, crack sauce. sauce. Oh, yeah, fuck, stuff, that yeah. stuff is so Isn't good. Isn't it all just fucking like ketchup and mayonnaise? Yeah, I'm Probably, sure it's. I'm sure it's like barbecue, like all it's so good. <laughs> have, have you eaten? Have you done a review on Jumbo's? Oh yeah, yeah. I know Kason Chong, the the owner. He's he's a cool guy. 
I, I, I don't know them, but goddamn, that place is awesome. Oh, yeah. See, I don't like smash burgers, really, but they use the Wagyu beef. Mm, yeah. And so, because when you smash the patties like that, it pushes out all the juice. And that's what my favorite part of a burger is the juicy flavor, you know? But for some reason, the Wagyu, it stays juicy even though they're smashing it. So... Uh, see, I don't mind a smash burger. I like the I like the or the anchor smash burger a lot. But at Jumbo's, I can't get away from the the Italian beef. Well, okay. Have oh, you had Big B's beef then? I don't. Dude, no, I, don't I see so. that. Oh man, I, I I like theirs better. They're from Chicago, and it's a food truck. But they started doing that Chicago style deep dish pizza pop up at Fusion by the oh, Shamrock. Really? Dude, every time I see that food truck at like anywhere at a festival or something, the line is just. Insane. Oh, it's so good. I'll have it's to check so that good. out because I, at this point, I would I would argue that Jumbo's is the best Italian beef, def- uh, definitely in Wichita. You got to try the big. Well, I think get it hot bees, and wet. And I think Big Bees is at like uh, Helping Gnome once a week, and maybe CSB, CSB every other well, week. Well, what they something. started doing now, like this week, they are at their fusion at that fusion restaurant, mm-hmm. and they'll deliver to CSB. So you just call Where's them up. Fusion? By the Shamrock, so it's not really doesn't oh. seem ideal to me, but it's not exactly down the street. Well, if they want, if they have it figured out, they, I don't know. Hmm. Well, Fur, gonna wrap this thing up. Got any promo material coming up? Just, just your pages. Just my uh, so I, you know, I average a post a day. Um, sometimes I, you know, I don't post every single day, but sometimes I have two in a day and you, so it averages out to about a post yeah, a day. Yeah, do you do breakfast, lunch, dinner, and then just <laughs> pile it up for three days? I usually do lunches just because I get an hour lunch break and that's, I can go wherever I want. I usually just go by myself so I don't have to mess with, you know, like yeah. when I have to deal with my girlfriend and our kid, it's like they're real picky. Where do you, you know? want to go? I don't care. Where do you want to go? Yeah, like that. Yeah, and if and I like the real weird stuff. That's kind of my sure. angle. Is I've always liked the bizarre food stuff. So you know, anything out of the ordinary, weird, or the awful meat. You know, where it's like the the trash cuts of animals that usually they just throw <laughs> the away. Joe Exotics. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I just I I love when somebody can make something awesome with like. A beef, beef heart or, yeah, or brain or... Oh. Yeah, I'm a steak and potatoes kind of guy. <laughs> anything too crazy. But I eat everything and anything. That's I've always been that way. I eat a lot of it and a lot of everything, so... Fuck yeah, well... What are, what are your uh, your uh, social media Furt the handles? Furt the Foodie on both uh, Facebook and Instagram. I don't do the tease. I don't do the Twitter or the TikTok. So. <laughs> oh, you got to get on TikTok, brother. <laughs> get you a food TikTok. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> and then you have a webpage? No, no webpage. Oh, you don't have a webpage. So that's, you know, I've talked to like Wichita by EB and just he, he always talks about the costs involved and he has to, you know, ask for donations and stuff like that just because of the cost of his website so much. Fuck. And so using Facebook, it's a free platform, you know, so... The only money I'm spending is on food. Sure. Which you'd be spending anyway. <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> Gotta eat. But well, thanks for coming, brother. And uh well, thank you for having me. Yeah. So look out for uh his page and it'll make you hungry as fuck. And if you're high, it'll make you really hungry as fuck. <laughs> so thanks for listening and happy new year. No. 
this, no, this not will, Happy New Year yet. This will be out. Oh, you're having <laughs> another podcast between this, now and then. This will nope. be out tomorrow, this the 29th. Oh shit, we are wrapping up. So this this will be our last episode of 2021. Yeah, this is our last episode of 2021. Holy shit! So Happy New Year. Uh, yeah, Happy New Year, and we'll be back next year with a whole gang of bullshit. So, uh, all right, be safe, don't drink and drive, and don't eat too much wheat brownies. <laughs>